Hemshechayim Beis, Volume One, the beginning of Discourse Twenty Three, Tzayer Tassel Teva Parsha Noach Tofresh Ayin Gimel. Basically, one hundred years ago, literally, this past yesterday, and it's Chapter Eighty Seven that we're going to begin. The Friedrich Rebbe summarizes this Mimer. What does he say? Noach says, Misper Bekelim Teiru V'Tshuva B'Chinus Bli Misper. The previous Maimir, Yemen Shmei he summarized Sfida Misper. Okay, so let me let me do a short summary and uh, bring us up to speed, right? You're wondering how short it's going to be? Is that why you're laughing? No, it depends. Sometimes you need... So we're middle of, in the beginning last Maimir, actually chapter 83, exactly the beginning of Yemen Shmei says began a subsection within Ayin Bey's called Sphira. What is Sphira? Meaning Sphira, the meaning of Sphira. And he's going to be explaining three tra- tra- interpretations. Interpretation one is for nine chapters. We're in the middle of those nine chapters, which will conclude the end of this Maimur Noyach. And that is Sphira from the word Misper, number. This is coming to explain the question, the, 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 the presenting question, which is, the topic that's going through here, how could there be spheres in the Gulen, in transcendence? So to explain that, he's beginning to explain that clearly that spheres have in them more than just one dimension. So sphere, Malash, and Misper. And, uh, and the analysis has all been in these chapters since 83 till 80, where we're now. 83, we went through, up to 86 has been Misper. Briefly, Misper, he begins with quoting the Pardis, that misper refers to one interpretation. The part is that one interpretation of spheres refers to the spheres of Atsilas. Misper reveals something that was there before. You have a, a, a certain amount of objects. Let's use an example. You haven't counted them yet, so the misper doesn't add anything. It just tells you what was what's the number that was there before. So to Atsilas reveals the, the gvul. That was there before. What gvul was there before? The keich gvul that we've been discussing at length. That God wants to have a world of structure. Otherwise known as the ten hidden spheres. That's the sphere of Sagnusus. That, stru- that structure that he wants before the tzimtzum is just completely just based on God's will. So it's part of the whole infinite consciousness, divine consciousness. The tzimtzum conceals the bligvul infinite light, other dimensions and the gvul, the Eir gvul begins to emerge, first through the Kav there it's still very intense and relatively shapeless, slowly, slowly till it gets into Eiriz Bekelim and Natsilis, so Natsilis is Gili Ahelam, is reveals that structure called Chochma, Bina Das, Chesed, Gvura, all the way through Malchus so therefore, on one hand it's a number on the other hand, as he says, relatively it's bligvul because the spheres themselves are not really confined. They're not really finite. They're divine forces. So he explains that there's two elements to number. One is that it reveals something. It reveals, like he says, it's hagbala, is its revelation of this of these parameters. Then there's another part of number which begins in the worlds of biyah, and that's already the yeshes, the mitzias, meaning number as it designates, as we relate to it more as a distinct entities, as concrete items, that an apple is not an orange, etc., etc. Huh? 
in the beginning, he doesn't yet get to that. That, uh, that that's where it's going to go to. I'm just I'm, I'm speaking in order of the chapters. But relative to to the root, Atzilus is gvul, is a misper relative to the higher levels, because the higher levels are in the real the real infinite divine infinite is completely infinite, completely beyond any structure. And also relative to us, in the sense that Atzilus limits the flow outside of Atzilus, but Atzilus itself is still a divine entity. Then comes the next chapter, Pedal, where he breaks it down further and says, in Atzilus itself, where his number really manifest in Malchus, the nine, the high, the nine higher spheres, relative again, it's all relative compared to Malchus, are still Eres Bikelim. Yes, you can call it misper, but the misper of the six midas is not yet distinguishable. In Malchus, where the Kalim dominate, that's where they become more distinct, but more power, more uh, distinct. And he begins to explain it based on the Siddur, Zecher Rav Tufcha Yaviyu, he explains, Zecher Rav Tufcha, the Siddur basically briefly says that all the levels of revelation, it's called the abounding goodness, Rav Tufcha, we, in the lower worlds, can only relate to a uh, commemorative element of it. Because we can't relate directly to all these emanations, so we call it Zecher. What Zecher? So he gave an example, Al-Tarebbe's example, of a person who has access to something and he counts it, and how he reports the total number to somebody else. So the person who's actually counting the details has the muhus. He's actually counting it. And when he reports it to someone else, he's just saying, well, he, the example he gives is ten... Um, uh, ten ten thousands, which would be a hundred thousand. So he's saying number one hundred thousand. He doesn't start saying one, two, three, four, five, which would take him days till he got to a hundred thousand or whatever the amount of time. Think of it. You know, sometimes when you make numbers, you actually we, we go one, two, three, four, and then you make a you cross one, two, three, four. But when you write a number one million, in 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 in, in short few le- le digits, you're capturing something that would take you to write forever and ever. That's the example, basically. But I just said now, I actually, I was looking at my morum that I've discussed this example, and I saw that some Tzadik and some other ad here or there a line that helps understand it. So bottom line is, it's an example. It's an example. Obviously, in our case, we're talking about gradations that are also qualitative. So that he basically breaks it down in chapter 84 to two, to four. That meant two, two distinct elements, which really break into four. There's how the person who's actually counting has first a general number. Let's say, as he says, the number 100,000. But that's like the call before the prat. That's referring to a... Uh, and that's like getting the etzim of it. Then he counts it and breaks it down. It's still the muhus because he has the thing itself. And then when he reports the number to someone else who doesn't have access to the entity itself, think of this as biyah, let's say, or malchus, compared to the higher levels, they, they also have, they have the general number, which is now a state of katnus, you know, it's one million. One million compared to one thousand. Actually, one million actually takes less to write than one thousand. The word thousand. But one thousand is one and three circles, three O's, three zeros. And one million is one and six zeros. So it's katnus, relatively speaking. Even though the, the distinction between one thousand and one million is far more than just three z- digits. It's actually, you know. So, and the same thing with one hundred and, and so on. So he has only katnus. Then when he wants to appreciate the number, and he breaks it down, but he's not breaking it down without actually counting it, that's even a further continence, even a further reduction, so to speak. 
And the Rebbe Rashab explains, what is this example for? This example comes to teach us the Eris and Kalim. This is the distinction. Mispira Eris is basically the energies as they are in the nine spheres before Malchus. There the focus is, is energy. And energy, the key thing is quant, quant, quality. So as he says in the next chapter, the higher you go, the more energy there is. The lower you go, the energy gets diminished. When you talk about Kalim, it's the other way around. The higher you go, the less Kalim there are. Like the difference between Machshava and Dibur. In Machshava, more intense mind, less words. Dibur, less intense intelligence, more words. So the higher you go, less Kalim, and the lower you go from the Kalim perspective, the more Kalim there are. And that's how he reconciles the two. Sometimes we find that when you say the, the, the units in, in, in math, in, in the Torah math, basically, it breaks down to five levels. There's units, yichidis, there's tens, asidius, there's hundreds, meis, there's thousands, alofim, and there's revavis, ten thousands. That includes all numbers. Some Maimonim, it says, I, there's more than ten thousand. So it says there's all multiples of ten thousand. So basically it's 10 times 10, one, 1 times 10 is 10, 10 times 10 is 100, 100 times 10 is 1,000, 1,000 times 10 is 10,000. And the rest are multiples of revovas. So sometimes it says revova, 10,000 is in keser, and yechidus is in malchus. Sometimes it says yechidus is in keser, and revova is in malchus. The reconciliation here, which is really, if you read, read it well, is based on a combination of what it says in the Siddur that I was quoting, and another Maimarim. Because in the Siddur he actually says that there are two different explanations for this. I'll just mention it for the record. One explanation, the Siddur, is actually a very technical one. He says, when you say 10,000 in Kesa, you don't mean 10,000 as individual 10,000, you mean the total 10,000. And the Chidus and Malchus means the breakdown. So it's really not a, it's not, it's, it's, it's not really a contradiction. Because the other opinion that says one in, in, is in Kesa is also referring to the total. So just a matter of really semantics. But according to Ayim Bayes, it goes further, the explanation is deeper than that. The difference is Eris and Kalim. In Eris, you'd say Ruvava would be, 10,000 would be in, uh, in Keser. Because it has the appreciation of that value. And, 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 and less diminished is one in Malchus. You have much less air. If you're counting from the perspective of containers, so if someone says to you, let's say, Someone's saying a, a, a brilliant concept. They're sharing an idea. And someone say, and then another idea is shared that's less intense but more words. So someone say, which one is greater? You say, it depends what you're talking about. If you talk about intensity of a seichel, the first one is greater, less words. If you're talking about amount of words that were said, a lot more words were said to the to, were said by the second person. So it depends. You can't just ask a question. What do you mean? What's more? Well, you're counting quantity. You're counting quality. You know, like they say, they say that, uh, you know, a guy comes uh, home from, from work and he tells his wife that he read, he's basically trying to insult her, that women speak twice as many words a day than men. So if men speak, let's say, 15,000 words a day, women speak 30,000 words. Meaning he's trying to suggest she should lower her, uh, you know, the quota. So she says, of course, because every time I, I, I say something to you, I have to repeat myself twice. Uh, so, <laughs> so the question of Kalim and Eris <laughs> not always more words is more uh, is more intelligence short is long <coughs> so what is the relevance here to our discussion that this is the difference 
when you're talking, and it's all about misper, spheres. That spheres right here, you have two elements in number. One element is the number as it is quality. Talk about quality, that's focused more on the higher levels in Atsilas. And Malchus, where the Kalim become far more dominant, the focus is primarily more on the Gvul, on the limitation, not the quality. So if you ask the Eris of Atsilas, they are reflecting basically God's divine power to create structure. So what's the real focus is the godless, uh, godless, uh, God, the greatness of God's power. In, in, in Malchus, and then of course as it transmits into Biyah, the focus is on the actual structure. God wants a tachtenim. To talk practically, let's give an example in Aveda. When you do a mitzvah, so most mitzvahs are connected to a shir. <laughs> Specific shir. Certain amount of time, you could dive in a certain time. Some mitzvahs are connected to space, shir and space, shir and time. A shir means a limited, and it's limited. You can't do it the next day. You miss a carbon one day, you can't say, over uh, yeme, bottle carbon. You can't say, tomorrow I'm going to bring two. You can't dive in minchid tomorrow for today. There are mitzvahs that you could be masking, but, but there are that clear time. On the other hand, you're saying the mitzvah is rotsen aliens, God's desire. As we know, God's desire is not limited. In the mitzvah itself, we say, and then we say the second half, uh, whatever, film, uh, whatever it may be. So in the mitzvah, in the bracha itself, you have the focus on the rotsen, which is really an all-encompassing thing. All mitzvahs are equal. Then you have the specifics. So the question is, which one is it? And the paradox is that you can't get to the bligvul without the gvul. If you did, don't do lulav as a lulav in its shiurim or matzah in its shiurim, you can't have that because that's the rotsen. The rotsen wants the specific. So if you ask, what do you focus on? So we know there's a thing called kavana klolis, kavana protis. Kavana klolis is, I'm fulfilling God's desire. What does he want me to do specifically now? He wants me to take a lulav. But you need to have a kavana. There's a specific kavana regarding the lulav. Some mitzvahs, kavana is leikuva, which means without the kavana, the mitzvah is not fulfilled. So in a sense, you could say, in Aveda, you could say, so malchus, kalim malchus, focus on the kalim, on the gvul as the definition of the mitzvah, the shiurin. And the edus of atzilus, meaning, I'm sorry, the ten spheres of atzilus, that where the focus is mostly energy, air, you're focusing more on the rotsen. But it's a rotsen with misper, because it's a rotsen, he wants this structure. But it's not the focus so much on the, the structural element of it, the definition of it. It's more the focus is on the, the elokus that, that desires this rotsen. Remember, this is still spirit. This is still air primi. Then there's rotsen v'chlal. There's rotsen that's beyond it all, which is transcendence. So I even in, I'm talking how even in, in... I just gave the example. that It's not a perfect example for this reason, because rotsen usually refers to transcendence. But... It's a good enough example just to distinguish between, you know, where the, where the focus is on so-called the structure of something or the focus is on the divine uh, will for the structure or the divine, in this case, the divine allocation of the structure. So if you really break it down, Rotson really is a higher level. I'm just qualifying my own example. It's not the example he gives here. But I did come to realize when we said, remember we asked the question, what is Omnam? I think I know what the Omnam is. It's not a qualification in a question, it's more of a qualification in Aveda. Why is it Takeda Aveda? And I think it helps. He just doesn't elaborate. Because Bitl Hayesh is Bitl HaKalim. What's Bitl Hayesh? The focus when the Yesh exists is, is details. The Yur Yesh, Nefesh Abamis, it's involved in the details of existence, like we spoke. When we look at the world, we see quantity. And you want to ch- sublimate even the quantity, so that's Bitl Hayesh, that's Halos Man of Kalim. 
and and the Aveda of Nefesh Alekis, the focus of Nefesh Alekis is the Nefesh Alekis is initially divine. So its connection to God is more on an energy level. It's not taking many containers and uh, sublimating them. It's Mesir's Nefesh of the Nefesh Alekis. That's in Aveda, the, the higher level of what I just said, the Mispera Eris. That's what it comes down to, the Mispera Eris, the Mispera Hamerubah. So Nefesh Alekis is much more focused on that Ma'amohus. And Nefesh Abamis is more Metzius, if you want to put it in, in those terms. Now, finally, the end of the Mimer, which, I mean, I think this summary is, is critical to the next Mimer, as we'll see in a moment. At the end of the Mimer, which is the end of chapter 80, 86, he says, this is what it means, What does that mean? That the number of Eden will be where you can't count. Is it a number you can't count? It? So he says, this is Eir. It's a number that's not countable. It's a number, because it's Kecha Gvul of Ein Seif. But what is it a number? It's a number of God's infinity. It's part of God's infinite power. So it's a number that's Le'i Yisafir. And he explains two, two elements of this. When it comes to Malchus, with the focuses on Kalim, I'm just reading the top of page 165. Kalim, which, as he explained, I should have added, Pnimis HaKalim, to be more precise. Pnimis HaKalim, because the real number, definition of number comes from Kalim, not from Eidus. Because Eid would be more reflective of divine power, which is more so-called less number-oriented. The tangible element of number comes through kalim. So primis kalim, which is like the colors of the light, it's not the function of the containers, it's like the shema etzem, or a step below it, but not shem hatayar, not the shema pu'ula, not the function of the kalim. That is connected to the misprada eris, because its main role is revealing the light, revealing the energy. And that is loyasafir. When you talk about misprada kalim, in other words, the malchus, they're the focus on ischalkus, the distinction of one and the next and so on. So you need both. Remember, we constantly need both. It's an interface. He said it's a mamutza. It's an interface. You need something that reflects a more divine dimension, which is the air, and you have something the kalim reflect more the structure of existence. If you would get if you wouldn't have, if you say what's wrong with just having misprida aidus, you'd be it would be compromised tachtenim. It would compromise the structure of our existence. If you only have the stru- if you only have kalim, it compromises the connection. Even more bedakas, it's primis akalim mechetzenis akalim. So you see how many like levels we go here. Okay, that's one thing, and that's what lutfunase in misper means. Well, again, what tfuna? What does tfuna have to do with misper? Tfuna is seichel. Answer is because the tfuna is going on primis ve'atzmus hamech and the core intelligence. It's the mile from Mechin and Midas, and that also is Eir, and Eir is a Misper. And then he concludes and says, is the What does it mean? It's a deeper meaning of Ahayi Bnei is Misper Bnei Yisrael. It's not just talking about the number of Bnei Yisrael. It's that Bnei Yisrael, Neshamis Yisrael, are Mamshech. They draw down, into Misper. And he explains this, this is through two ways, through Teda and through Tshuva. Teda, the Lashon is Shishim Heimem Melochis, Alamis ain misper. The Gemara was the Medrash say Shishim hey misachtes. Alamis ain't altikre alamis ella elamis. What is the meaning? That by learning misachtes, learning Teda, which is etzem achachme, core intelligence, chachme law, your mamshich alamis elamis ain misper. Your mamshich ain lo yisuffer in elamis. That's the interpretation here. And the second way is through tshuva. 
Because tshuva reaches in a concealed place, it reaches in a concealed place, which is beyond number, and it reveals that. And then at the end he says, that's Shmini Atzeres, Shmini Atzeres is Shmini Bina, Atzeres Niklat, Klita, which means retain, retention, integration, internalization. What is it internalizing? The Makifim of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. So you have the same idea. Makifim is beyond number. The whole year we only have number. The Aveda is in Misper. Geluim, Kech is Geluim. And Shmi Atzeres is an interface. It Brings the makifim, the lawyer suffered of Rosh Hashanah and Kippur into primis, into number, into structure. Now, you asked a question about lawyer suffered. We talked, the whole thing began, the whole discussion, if you recall in the beginning of chapter 83, is how there's spheres in transcendence. And he says, well, there's also spheres higher than transcendence. The root of it, and ten hidden, the, the, is that, but, but, but the root of all the ten hidden spheres is in a place. Where spheres ain't cats, where there's infinite amount of spheres. And he asked, how could you say infinite spheres? The answer was, because the spheres there are in a form of pshittas. They're completely shapeless. To understand that, he began to discuss the whole thing with numbers. He's going to get back to that in 30 chapters from now. But I will just say for the record, Eloyah Sofer that he's talking here is in Atzillus, not in uh, spheres ain't cats. Spheres ain't cats is the level, if you remember, before the Tzimtzum, you have air in general. Which is let's call it divine consciousness. Yeah, field of energy, like a field of divine energy, as opposed to Atzmus being built in Mitzias Nimtzah, which is Bichlal. You can't talk about it. it's not even in a state of any what we call existence. You have the existence of Eir. Within that, if you recall, comes a level of Akhidam Aleis Aratzin before he even desires. Then comes a desire. There he talks that either before the desire or the desire, I think before the desire is a state where there's already spheres. Because everything has to come through spheres, but it's spheres saying cats. Remember we talked the example of the artist. Artist, infinite amount of possibilities. Before the artist chooses, he wants to paint this painting, he can paint a million paintings. Talk, talk about Lahavdal and Annette Lakus and godliness, infinite. God could have created a world with a hundred spheres. With a billion spheres, with one sphere, with with uh, ain't spheres. So you have spheres ain't That's one level. Then he chose, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's such a level, which means there's such a level now too. It's just then within that level he desired, huh? Right. Yeah. Right. Then there's an Alesa Rotson, and then there's a Rotson. Alesa Rotson there, I think, is still still erablikvul, and then. Is a desire for a particularly ten. So basically, the artist, in this case, the cosmic artist, who can do infinite possibilities, chose to do ten. So from the perspective of the artist, the ten is still bleak vol because it's just one of his one of his possibilities. But he wants ten. So sphere saying Ketz is a level before the root of the ten hidden spheres, even because the ten. So when we're here, we're talking how it's brought down on a lower level. Obviously, it's connected because. The goal, obviously, is complete unity. You want to have a unity between number and beyond number. So lifting at Simpsum, it's those levels. What we do it through Aveda, in Atsilas, in microcosm. In microcosm, remember, Atsilas the close, Atsilas the protest. You could say that the eris of the ten, nine higher spheres, you could say relatively it has an element of Ein Misper there. The eris in Malchus and Kalim is more Misper. But the truth is, he's also saying that the nine spheres also have Misper. It's just the Mispera Eris. So I would say that uh, the Loya Sofer here is probably definitely rooted in the Sphere of St. Ketz, but it's not talking about Sphere of St. Ketz here. 
He's not talking about infinite spheres here. Because he didn't say infinite spheres. He's saying bringing the level of loya suffer of infinity into the finite. That's what he's saying here. So yes, I think at the end of the day, when the whole picture is concluded, this Aveda will ultimately unite the spheres saying Ketz Lefnead Simpson with spheres as the ten hidden spheres. But he hasn't spelled that out. Here it's being spelled out in the microcosm of Atzilus. Just want to see one thing again. Yeah, this is definitely not because remember the the the, the root of sevav kolam and of transcendence is even that is lower than the sphere of saying cats, if I recall correctly, or the same level maybe. Okay, could be. I have to look back there. Or I think, or maybe higher. Maybe, maybe a step higher. Regardless, it's definitely not the ten hidden spheres. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, so here we're talking. Remember, we're talking ten spheres here. We're not talking about infinite spheres. The difference is in air, the focus is on the divine. So it has an element that it's not yet so tangible. So therefore, it has an element of ein misper. We talk about the kalim. The focus is on the structure. So the, so the focus is more on the, you know. But bottom line is, he wants to say here that Misper has in it something that lay Misper. Not, he's not trying to reach a place. Because remember, Svira saying cats don't have Misper altogether. You don't call it Misper. You will not call that the world of Misper. Here we're talking about spheres. Spheres that have Misper. Anyway, the, the subject isn't finished. Remember, we have two more interpretations that are higher than Misper. So clearly, this will all come together. Look. At the end of the day, there's always going to be his scholars. There's an interconnectivity. You're going to find the spheres saying cats within spheres. As I've been discussing all the time. You have the constant overlap. But if you ask precisely here, he's talking about ten spheres for sure. It's very clear. He's not talking about Kesser. He's talking about the ten spheres. Except, he's not distinguished between the ten spheres as they are Eris, where the focus is on quality, as opposed to ten spheres in Kalim, where the focus is on quantity. That's the key difference here. So when you focus on quality, it has an element of Ein Misper. I understand, and it's reminiscent very much of Sri Saint Kedz. That's why you brought up the question. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, no, fine. So I'm telling you, that the, the point is, because he, he does want to draw from there, but still, I would, I would still keep this in the world of Misper. I, wouldn't, I would not put this in the category of Ein Misper. I would say, what we're having is Ein Misper is traveling into Misper through, uh, through because Eir has Bittl and because Eir is there. That's what I would say. Remember, at the end of the day, you're going to find out that the Kalim of Malchus, the Fierach Biyah, is also a Misper too. So it's, it's always going gradations. Yeah. Before you mentioned the Kasnagar, <coughs> has infinite possibilities and they chose ten. He chose, he chose one possibility and, and using ten different tools to, to, to create that possibility? Or ten no, no, no. I would say that it's probably, because if you remember the Lushan, it's the Eir HaBligvul Shir Atzmei HaGvul. It sounds more like you know, I'm sure you could break it into two levels too. But from what he said generally, it sounds more like that the infinite possibilities, then he chose 10 is one structure called 10. It's not 10 distinct things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would say he chose Esed as a number, you know, like Esed is the. Yeah, as a unit. Which would later become break, broke, the, the distinct. But you know, but at the end of the day, if you remember, actually what you're asking is something he addressed even here. Now, as a matter of fact, I should qualify what I just said. That's one part of what I said. Then he says, if you remember, mm-hmm. 
So I would qualify, I would say yes. I think it's two things. It's as a unit 10, but also there's already the Rotson for Chochmanad Bina. But it's all Bisardus Gurmura there, that's clear. There's no way you can distinguish it there, because it's still all. Bottom line is Chochman Bina and Sagnusus. Are, are the it's it's the dark is the dark is the source of what's going to lay, come later, but it's still in the artist's uh, so-called bleak vul power. So yes, he does because that's what he said. Remember, he said spoke about the hierarchy in my lamat and Svil. It's not just before Gili. Also, it's each one is fundamental. That's a is different. The only thing is you have to always remember before the tzimtzum you can't talk about distinction. There's no such thing. It doesn't exist. Achdus Hashem is the only thing that dominates there. Yeah, the only thing is the reason we talk about it is because of because of our through our Aveda to reconnect, so you, you so we can connect existence as we know it to what's before the Simpson. But from the perspective of that, from there, or else you wouldn't need a Simpson if it's already this thing. What do you need a Simpson? God, you know the whole point. Why, why we kept we keep talking. God doesn't need a Simpson, but the student does because the student won't get the flow of uh, intelligence if if there isn't. And it won't be on our terms. That's the key. Okay, let's go to Tzayat Tasla Teva. Anyway, the symptom is only the first symptom. Well, it's the main symptom. It's the primary. It's the complete uh, black hole. The complete removal, so to speak. The one big quantum uh, leap shift. Paradigm shift. Lefiyadach, right, yeah. All this, remember, you don't get stuck in words. You want to explain it in Aveda. Or else it becomes just a mathematical equation. So briefly, the symptom is essentially the, the com- complete quantum leap from a consciousness which elakuz b'pshitus. You know, in our world, as spiritual as you may be, as frum as you may be, still this world dominates, and you're looking for God. That's how it is. And in there, it's the other way around. God dominates, and they're looking for a world. And that's the chiddush. That's the novelty. How do you create something that's not aware of God? The whole thing is is weird. For us, it's not weird at all. This is our reality. Like, like we look with the numbers. We see a world, and then we start from quantity. We start trying to climb into a world of quality. So to imagine a, an existence like that is almost impossible because our whole we're wired not. We're not wired that way. It's like a symptom addition in a personal life is the moment you are born when the malach silences. Where's the whole tater that you learned in your mother's womb? You don't remember one word. When you learn it, it resonates. Al Rebbe says. Consciously, we were made to forget. It's still there, but we have to hold of it, right? Even the, if you learn the whole tale in your mother's womb, how come you don't? How come it comes so difficult? You should just be repeating something you know, because the concealment is very profound. It's far deeper than we'll ever know. That that whole part of us, which is in Anushama and everything is there, is not is completely. I'm just giving an example of how radical difference it is, and the biggest hamachacham has to learn from Allah Bay's begin learning. Guy has a better mind, so it goes easier. But it doesn't. But it still comes with the gear. There's no thing as. No, it's a fascinating concept that we have. We look. No yeshiva will ever beat the yeshiva that was those nine months. Am I right? Because yeah. there, it's, it's without any, you know, pure teacher. Huh? Yeah, but it was there already even before the. the yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Machlek is nothing. Powerful thing. Right. Okay, so let's learn now Maimur Tseyatasa, page 166. Tseyatasa, Lateva, 
Bel Amo Techlino Mamaila. You shall make a Tsoyar, which Rashi says is either two meanings, right? A window or a light or a fire or a even teva. I says it, okay. You should leave a space uh, of an ama above. Yeah. Right. Tsayar, what is Tsayar? Yeshemim Khalain. Some say it's a window. Yeshemrim Evan Teva. Some say it's a brilliant stone that, that shines in them. We have to understand what is the union of the Teva, of the Ark in general. What's the difference between a window and a, and, and a, uh, a brilliant stone? That there's two opinions, you know. There must be some big Gemara Sanhedrin and Isa. The Gemara Sanhedrin it says, Om Rabbi Yehuda. Probably. Om Rabbi Yehuda. Om Rabbi Yehuda. Hashem said to Neach, cover by Avonim Tevis from Magolius. You shall uh, cover, you shall uh, permanently install. Install precious stones or brilliant stones of Magolius, which sometimes Magolius pearls or gems. Gems. How do Bichlal explain the difference between Avonim Tevis and Magolius? Is it the same thing? Gems. Which one is the pearls? Right. There is the Sikha from the Fridi Kareba where he talks about, you know, the, uh, below the water that you put it. Right, right. But, but, I mean, it's usually treasures, but. but <coughs> precious stones like rubies and other things. And Magalhães are the diamonds. Diamonds? Yeah. Or pearls? Diamond is a precious stone. Yeah, but that wouldn't be part of it. Anyway. Okay, now just asking, it's interesting to know what the difference is. Um, I mean, with the probably modern Hebrew means one thing, and Teda. The question is in Teda Hebrew. I mean, it's, it's, the lesson is everywhere. Uh, it's so many places. Avonim Tevis, Magol, and Gemara. There must be. Avonim Tevis is definitely more general, referring to all precious stones. Okay, well, fine. I ju- I'm just pointing out. I just see it. I just. Uh, Pninim? Uh, it's also called Pearls, no? Yeah. In Teda, Lashna Teda? In Lashna Tanakh? Yeah, Teda Mipnim, yeah. Okay, just wondering, just wondering. Okay. She's asking, what's it, so what does the Gemara say? Kodba Avonim Teva's Magolish, she you may idim lochem ketzarayim. That they should radiate for you like the noon. Like, the, in other words, the brightness of the sun during, during noontime. Tzarayim is the high point of light during the day. That's why it's called Tzarayim, Tzarayim. So it's brilliance. You know, Achat Sarayim, Lifnit Sarayim. Sarayim is noon, generally. That's my yeim hazeh. So Mephadish, Lotzeir, Lashon Sarayim. So the Gemara is interpreting Tzeir from the word Saharayim, which is uh, br- brilliance or brightness, in the afternoon or, or noon. But Sarachlov, Mao Inyan Shatevet Tiyah Me'irak Sarayim. What's the Inyan? What's the Inyan? The Tehid... Teva should be ray. No, no, it's not just a light, a window, or a, or a precious stone, a brilliant stone, brings light into a dark place. When you say ketzarayim, you're talking about like literally being like daylight. So it's far more than just a window. So in other words, a greater form of light. So the question is, what's the Indian in this? 
It's essentially gradations if you really think about it. Of how much light is coming in. Tzaraim means that what's the Indian that the Tevis should be so illuminated. And through what? Through Avonim Tevis. In other words, it's not just, uh, it's not like making a lot of windows. It's specifically through the precious stones or brilliant stones. It's like it said by Maisim Tevim, it says Maisim Tevim Umeirim. The word is, Tevis means good, precious, but it also means uh, illuminating. Also, we have to understand what's the connection. This end of the sentence with the beginning of the verse. What's one thing to that connected to the next? That you should leave a space of an ama above. To what it says earlier, this is talking about measure. This should have been said, this line that leave one ama. When he's earlier, when he talks about the measurements of the Teva. When he talks about how big the Teva should be in all its proportions. Where he says that 30 Amma cubits should be its height. See then, he says, when he's speaking the height, the weight, the, the width, and so on, then he should have added this element. What's the connection following Tzayotasa? Okay. And by breaking and then and, and, uh, separating between that those measurements and with what it says, and by putting at the end of this verse and breaking with the tzayr with the with the, the tzayar, clearly it appears mashma it's apparent that there's a connection between the nyonim and We have to understand what is the connection. Okay, this is the opening. As I said many times, this opening chapter, this opening paragraph was written afterwards. The Rebbe Rashab wrote the whole Ayin Beis one flow, and then he added, some time before he said it, these openings and endings. And then, Pasha Neyach, a hundred years ago, yesterday, he actually said this Maimer in Lubavitch. So we're now reliving one hundred years ago. Love and Kozel, Yesh Lahag Demashnis Ba'aliel, and to understand all this, we have to preface what we learned, what we discussed earlier. The shame sphere who lost in the name sphere is from the word misper, number. And this boy, and we explained, and it was explained, the Inyan misper who became the Sphiris. That misper is primarily is in, the, is in the Kalim containers of the ten spheres. Because the containers talk about the vul, containers are vul, containers are definers. They're containers, by definition, contain, they define. As he said, if you remember, tell you, when something's not defined, not revealed, you can't count it. Counting means distinction. So there's a call, what do you say? Called seer, ragbala needs gili. You need to reveal it for it to be, or the other way around. Called gili, called, called gili needs to have a seer. If it's going to be revealed, it has to have, so how do you reveal it if it doesn't have a shape and form? So a person, let's say, just slurs words, you're not going to understand what he's saying. It has to be a, some type of revelation, some type of shape and form. Okay, that's Kalim. If you dover, and the primary thing in number is the Akbala's Dover. That's not the only thing, as we'll see. But the primary thing in number is that it's defining. That's what the Paradis says. Akbala's Dover, that's defining a particular, like, you know, a hundred, a thousand, one. That's the whole meaning of number. It's Cheshbon. It's a distinct, it's a distinct identification of something. When you say number, you're immediately giving it a distinction. 
That primary thing of Agbal Dov is a Malchus, because that's where the primary Kalim are. But Mispir is also possible and exists in the levels higher than Malchus. However, that is the Mispir Eris. There you're not counting the distinctions, you're counting the quality. Mispir Eris I'm sorry. And the number in this is one that is we call uncountable. Not because you can't count it, there is a count, but the focus is on, on quality. You're not talking about 10, 20, you're talking about, let's say we spent the example of a minion. It's shchinta shayr, the shchinta rests here. So yes, it's through that number, but the focus is on the quality of what's happening here. It's like in, even in halacha, I think the Rebbe brings with the Raga Chover, when they build the Mishkin, so you have each keli has its gedusha. But then there's something happens when you bring them on to the Mishkan, there's and it's negate to the dinim and halacha and afteminas. So it's just more than the sum of the parts, right? So yes, the Mishkan would not be possible without all the top parts. But then comes what you're focusing on. At that point, you're focusing on the whole Mikdash. This is a base Amikdash. This is a Mikdash. So it's also Mispud, but it's a Mispud that's, uh, that's revealing a lawyer's suffer. Once you finish the last day, yeah. Comes right. Yeah. Or, as I said, but they can't have the Enaminamid if you don't have the Mokimar. So you have to be able to measure it exactly like this, not like that. It's this and not that. And then it reveals something that's beyond number. I mean, it's a fascinating concept of a paradox of, of, of finite and infinite. Okay. And the number of kalim focuses on the misper of So basically, here's where number meets beyond number, where quantity meets quality, essentially. Good. But he's going to explain this further, and I'm sure it's going to help us understand the whole things. Page 167, chapter 87. Now, now these two dimensions. In number, Shazel Mispereiris, Shehenim. Sorry, Mispereiris and Mispereikel. In the two dimensions, the number of energies. Just think of energy as quality. The number of quality and the number as in quantity. Zel Mashal Marazal Bepeda Kama Debeitzer. This is what it says. As I'll say in the first chapter in Beitzer, Beia Beitzer. Esh Darkedim Sheinai Sheninu Oi Kol Shadarkedim Sheninu. There's two expressions in the Torah. Es that which has which is has the uh, conventional shadaki uh, that it's usual that we have the uh, that we have the habit of counting, not habit. It's darki. It's more uh, as a word, not, not procedure. Um, something that you usually count. That's what it means. Darki counting. It's, it's, it's something that you count, like money, countable. And there's expression kol, not s, but kol shadaki Everything that uh, is possible to count, that we usually count. How would you say that? Darke? Darke is like a minute, a routine. Steger, right. Uh, how do you translate Steger? Uh, the, the way it's done. Routine. The routine. Something that is routinely counted, that's what we would say. Yeah. So what's the difference, Shanino? So we have the Gemara. I don't remember the context in Gemara. Does anyone remember? It's about, about being bottle or not. 
Yeah. The Gemara is talking about if there's a, a badon, the rimayni badon, the, 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 the things that are quality, that you count each one individually, yeah. or if things yes, you count by pound. Bottle, the pound, the pound. Bottle, right. And it gives an example is, of something. If it's only if you don't sell it in any other way, only through counting, or culture that colleagues, but that means but sometimes you, you could sell it by the bush also. Right. But it's also the derech is by counting. Let's say nuts, for example. What makes the dollar? You usually sell it by, by weight, or you usually sell it by count. So, usually sell it by so which one's call? The the one that you the the call that includes other things. You could do, yeah. do either way. You could either, either count way. it or you could even sell it by weight. Only this one particular. The seven specific ones that the Gemara gives a chazman. Oh, that so S is more is only so S Shadakalim is referring to items that are only uh, transactions are only through counting. Right. So they're definitely not bottled because you actually count units. And other ones, if you count, if you sell them by by uh, by by uh, by, uh, by groups or by weight, volume, volume, weight, then they may, he's going to spell it out. But but saying then it's called then it's called kolshe darkelimnes, right? He's going to say it. Okay. Then. But, but but one second, why is that call? Kolshe darkelimnes. Why 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 is it essen call? How is it the is in those words? No, because culture everything, everything you can count, everything you can count. So meaning, meaning everything, yeah, including like that. And S would mean things that are only by counting. Okay, fine. Good, good, good. What daf is it? You remember? It's right in the beginning. And it's and it's about. And it's about bittel. Uh, it's about bittlin in yon in which in, in yon. Huh? Okay. Because you count them by individuals. Okay, good, good. It's always good to combine the nigla and the chesedus. Okay, so be be be. So darker limits. So he says, "Hini b'shalot daf shimem zayin sefer meralef in shalot daf three forty seven a heavy mashem He brings from the shame from the name of the medrash be'inya mashen itztavel disper es israel." In the Indian that what we were commanded to count uh, Israel, then the, the census. That the counting, the number and the count, caused uh, to be the the resting of the Shechina. The Shechina's dwelling upon them. So it wasn't just a count, it wasn't just a count to no numbers. The counting itself brings Ashros Ashkina. So the Shalom explains. There, he explains there that... Um, is that the shalom? I don't think that's the shalom. Is that it? Maybe. Now the shalom, if I recall correctly, I think he's going to bring it later. Shalom talks about these two ash and call in that context of the counting of the Eden. Okay, but let's continue here. To understand this, to understand this, how through the number. How through, specifically through number comes Ashra Sashkina. In other words, what's the connection? This is a number, 
this Ashras Hashkina, which is something that is a, a spiritual uh, uh, revelation. Uh, so number is not just a number. Number reflects a dover chashuv, something of value. Gives importance. Yeah. The Anything that you count shows that there's some value to the thing. And this is what it says, Because there are things that we don't have, we don't routinely count. Things that have no value. Ain't dark limnas. There's no uh, custom. There's no reason. There's no. It's not. It's not the routine to count them. If you're counting something, it's because it has value. Okay. So numbers here means there's a value to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it says a medrash, which referring sarech meaning the har, yeah, dain har. Sarech is your your navel. Your navel, you sure? Yeah, that's a bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Describing the body, your navel, the navel. The navel, the pubic, yeah. The navel, the human being. A kurkavin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What's the pshat? the Kleyoka touched us, that, that even the stomach from the Eden, the Kashmir is like Hittim, which is very, very uh, precious. It's a dark, it's a white. The Kleyoka says that? The Kleyoka. We have here a, a Bucky uh, umbrella. No, not a Bucky, a Buck. But <laughs> so happened, that's all. What's a Ghana Sahar in Pasha Taich? Pshat? A circle? Yeah, you look at what is that? Is that even a touch there? No, no, okay, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, again, I thought again, I thought was a like a uh, um, you know like not, not more than a more than just a shizzle. So sometimes you know make you make like like you know like in gardens they have a, that's I think that's in a garden you have a uh, what do they call them like you know when you make an artificial water piece in garden with it's like not even a pool a very small. Like a small fountain. That's what Agan is. I've seen it somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't mention what it refers to. 
No, because that's already uh, no, because that's already a drush. Yeah. What does that aimus mean? A pile. Okay, so let's continue here. She's trying to establish how number is value. She's bringing medrash. This is a medrash. So medrash, I guess Rashi quotes some of the medrash. So. What is that? That This is the Just like chitim. These uh, these are wheat berries. That's what they call them. But chitim b'derekal is wheat. Yeah, wheat kernels. Okay. Just as these chitim when they go out k'shazen lezera. When they uh, when they emerge when they when they uh, blossom I guess they only come out in a number. And when you carry and when you bring them in when you uh, then you uh, what's the chlasim when you uh, not just thresh you gather them you gather them in into the shed into the yeah the silo. They also you'll do it also by numbering by counting them. The same thing, Jews, Israel, Israel. When they went down into Mitzrayim, they went with a number. There was a, they counted Shivim Nefesh. And when they left Mitzrayim, they left with a number. They counted them. So one second. So when you, why is Kishiyetzin Lezer and Enyetzin Leminyan? Because you actually count the kernels as you as you pick them. Huh? When you go to plant them, you're right. When you go out to plant them, I'm sorry. So it's not when they blossom. My mistake. Well, you're counting, I guess, seeds. You're counting the amount of seeds you put in. You don't just... No, no. I have to look up the methods and see exactly. Probably the custom was, because farmers, they bought seeds, right? Where they get seeds from. No, well, we have to look it up. No, but it's apparent that we listen. The whole measure is coming. It's apparent that they did count it by number. Maybe that's maybe they did sell them by individual kernels. Okay, interesting to look up. The measure is not cited here, right? By any. <clears throat> what did you say? The clay yogurt touch again? That was a nice touch. It's also uh, refined. Okay. Okay. This needs. Well, I'm going to look it up. Let's see here. Fine. Again. Fine. Yeah, you're right. It's clearly referring to the custom of the land. That's what they did. There must be. It must be spelled out how exactly that is. And also when you gather. So same thing with Eden. So Yardu, the Mitzrayim, is like Zaydin, when they were planted. And when they left Mitzrayim, is like when they were gathered. So both are with a minion. Shazel, that's all because of the value. That's where they're counted.
Like it says, Mayna Mispa, you count the number to the stars. Uksiva Hamitsi Mispitsva. You who draws out Hamitsi that that uh, draws out the number of Svam, the Haran, the stars. Shakozo Masadak Shivas. All this is from Khshivas. It's interesting he doesn't bring the, the Rashi right in the beginning. He probably will bring it. Looks pretty thorough. She calls him and says the chivus. and what is the chivus? What's the value? Oh, that's what it says in Shir Shirim. Merev einim v'amitz. Keichi shleim neder. No, that's by meinim mispul l'kechovim probably. Yeah, meinim mispul. That's what it says afterwards. Merev einim v'amitz. Keichi shleim neder. Well, Peter Sharav. Okay, literal types. Merev einim v'amitz from his great power and. Um, and strength. Kayachish. Kayachish. will never be uh, missing, but missing, weakened. The Evanezer and the Radak explain, interpret Ish. No individual of the stars will ever disappear, will ever be lost. Because all of them stand and are, and are sustained and preserved. Sustained. Meaning in the in the height of the world. In the height of the heavens, I guess. From the beginning of creation. Not like the creatures on earth that decay and uh, die. And uh, our, our subject. In other words, the stars. It's a chazakim kiyemi bottom is Oh, right here. Okay, he brings it. Like it says, Yerushalmi in the pasuk Eila tells us, "Shmaim v'sa'aris be bottom." What's be bottom? Biyem he bottom. What does it mean? Eila tells these are the the tells the story of the of Shmaim v'sa'aris. She says there is power biyem bottom. Shem chazakim kiyemi bottom. That they are powerful today, just as they were when they first were created. This is with the Kayach Ain safe, obviously. Here's what he says. Because here the question, the obvious question is, what do you mean? They're also creatures. Everything in the material world decays and deteriorates. So it's known that it's not from their own power. There's a rule. Anything that exists deteriorates, decays, rots, ages, basically. So since they're haivim, meaning they exist, they should have also been something that nifsadim. Nifsadim means that they get weaker until they extinguish. But only because this is the rots and desire of God, the Creator, that they should be eternal. In this we see we empirically, physically see that the stars, the, the celestial bodies, do not weaken. So a shooting star is not really a burned up star. It's a good question, because it doesn't say that every star, is, there are stars that can die. That's number one. Some say they're right, they're not stars. Some say another thing, by the way, that even, remember, he doesn't say they keep on burning all the time. The question is whether they exist all the time. They have to always, maybe some stars are dark stars. Are, uh, it also exists.
Yeah, the Chavami. Look, the Tzvah Shemayim. The expression of Tzvah Shemayim, Kayomim Beish. Tzvah Ha'aretz, Kayomim Bemin. Yeah, it means it, but for sure, beish, 100%. That's the whole point, because because uh, on Earth creatures die, but there's bemin they remain. Look, look, the questions are asked. First of all, even on Earth, you have species that died out without man's intervention. If human beings destroyed them, it's another story. But there there are creatures, and this speaks Pasha. Last yesterday, it says the Abraham says also lays based to the animals. The Midikeshes is also a promise that the animals won't be destroyed. So clearly he's talking about the, the I mean Rashi says there about the the Lashim Shamazolis. So clearly there's a there, there, this is discussed in places. But overall, when you talk for example about the sun, so people say, What do you mean? According to science, the sun gets weaker and it's gonna burn out. The answer is even if they can measure changes, that's that's technical. You know, God if God wants it to burn out, it'll burn out. It says this for him. Chassidus says that Shit al Fishnin, he wants it to stay strong. After Shit al Fishnin, it's possible that there'll be changes. But that's hmm? yeah. But bottom line is that the sun is not like let's let's put it this way: the sun is not like creatures on Earth that the sun gave birth to other suns. It's one sun, the same sun we're looking at. Meshra ben looked at Odomarish and saw, and that's Chazakim Kiyemi Barum. The point being here, all is this, of course, he's bringing this old concept, Ishle Nedar. He's trying to explain the, what is the Chshivas, it's eternity. Because right now we established, from number one, number is Chshivas. What is the Chshivas? Now he's saying it's Chshivas means, in this case, he brings this Pasuk. He's bringing it's a whole series of psukim that he's explaining here. And that's what it says earlier there, raise your eyes to heaven and see who created all this. Because when you look at the Nevroim, you look at these Nevroim, what is it called? Hakechavim. You look at it, You'll see the literally with your eyes. Because it's impossible for them to be preserved, sustained, and, and eternal on their own. They're creatures. All creatures. In Sheves Elavavis, other places, it brings. What do you, how do you prove that a nivra is gvul? So number one is because first, uh, well, well here he says there's a few reasons. First of all, in Dovere nothing can create itself. Number two, Anivra by definition is made up of parts. That's Harkovasim. It's made up. It's Murkov. Since it's made up of parts, so anything that's Murkov ultimately the parts come apart because it's not fundamentally it has not any fundamental power. So it'll ultimately uh, it'll ultimately uh, weaken the hold. That's what he says there. The E F What does he say below? And the That's what they say. Okay. What's wrong with where it is? The What's wrong with what you need the imkain?
Oh, he mocha to the EF shit. Uh huh. So I mean, okay. Fine. There's no way that their existence can be from on their own, only from the Creator. Who also is Markiv. No, no, there's two things that he says there. I made a mistake. One thing he says, the reason they have to deteriorate is because they have cover, so they have to come apart. The other thing is that, they, that the fact that they're cover means that someone had to bring them together. How could two things come together? So it means they have to come from a force that's higher. That's the second part. And everything that's, that's made up of, of parts, at the end has to come apart. Therefore, that which causes them to, to preserve, to uh, sustain, be sustained, that's only from the Kayach that actually sustains them. So you need a force that keeps them going. It would be like throwing a stone. There's no such thing as a flying stone. You throw a stone because there's a power in it. So if you see something that's continuously energy, it's coming from something that's continuously giving it that power. That's a kechensif. Like it says, and it's known what it says, God in heaven, everything he desires, the Pirish Alakenu Bishamayim, what's Alakenu Bishamayim? This refers to the divine revelation in the higher world. But this everyone admits. Everyone admits, because he's talking here about those that hold Ozavis Hashem, Shemaim, Ba'aretz, that even, he's talking about those Kofrim that, that believe that God left this earth. So he's not talking about those that deny there's a God altogether. He's talking about those Ozavis Hashemaim. So it says like this. Everyone admits that, that in the higher worlds, only below on earth is those that deny, God forbid, where is your God? Parentheses, he adds, So in general, what is Elokim B'Shamayim? Elokim B'Shamayim is referring to the divine in heaven. So even of Eved Eved Zara, the original ones, like the Rambam says, said stars had power. Guys, you know, that stars had power because God gave them power. Not because they have their own. Below is the question. In the parentheses, he's adding that in general, this is referring to Elokeinu B'Shamayim, the, 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 the divine energy. Right, that, exactly. That through we draw down Mitzvahs. In other words, they say, Where do we see that? I'm, I'm thinking, that's what I'm thinking. Once, let's, let me read for it. Aha, uh-huh, I got it. The first half of the Pasuk is referring to That's referring to the Aveda Ruchnis, like the Aveda of the Ovis patriarchs. They were Merkava, they were a chariot, they were completely bottled. So everyone admits that they they draw down and reveal divine. Aval al hamshachz al kushadei mitzvus ma'isis. You could argue, you know, when, yeah, you, when you're in ruchnis, you could be mamshach. But ma'isis, what's mitzvus ma'isis? Is physical things. How what does God have to do with inferior physical objects? So it's a dakas dikefira, so to speak. It's in other words, and this he asks, where is your God? There's no God in physical, like like the Maraglim said, or you have other examples. Where someone says, Ruchnis, I understand. How can I have a God in Gashmis? So the answer is, through my Mitzvah, you show. Oh, 
No, no, no. In other words, no, the cash is on your Maisa Mitzvah. That's what he's saying. Right, right, right. The question is on Amshachas Ensir, Shamam Shikhma de Maisa Mitzvah. Right. And in general, that's the Pratis. The Pratis and Bechlolos. In general, he's talking about Hamshachas Ensef in the high, in the lower worlds. So all this is. And uh, so now this is what the Pasuk is saying. The Kashem just like Everyone admits. That's the Hemshech HaPasuk. That the same thing as everything he desires, he does. In drawing down, 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 down, the calls are near to be Yesubitsvamaila and all this is recognizable, distinguishable more in the higher Svamaila means the higher army literally. But Svamaila meaning the stars the celestial bodies in heaven. The Gambin Evraim Shalamata, because also Nevraim Shalamata, Mashamikayomin Bimin. Also the creatures on earth on that they are preserved, that they are sustained Bimin in their species. The species is forever. Zelbukeif. This comes also from the divine power. That no min, no species should ever disappear. I said before the question, whether when you see it's dangerous. First of all, species disappearing if it's in the hands of man. So it could be mitzat pechira, God allowed. Okay, but then the other extinctions could have been by the marble. So the marble is the Abish is doing it. No, this means... You know, listen, after, I'm telling you, after the Mabal, I'm just reading, there's, ten, there's maybe five different words. He says to the animals also, I won't destroy you again. It's clearly that he's giving the animals also a, a, a kiyum nitzri. In min. Some animals didn't fit into the table, so they, they, they became extinct. They didn't fit into the table. Well, those are those were those that didn't keep, you know, their, their own mean. They weren't yeah. allowed to be into the table. No, but I'm saying some animals, special begotten, didn't fit into the table. The dinosaur didn't fit into the table, so they yeah. became extinct. That's fine. But remember, this promise came after the marble. Chazak and Kuyemi bottom is definitely after the marble. Because the marble was befetish, caused the hefsek and everything. I say even Mazola stopped. This idea you mentioned that when you read that, is this one? Some more ideas. Did you ever see the dinosaur, by the way? You ever meet the fossils? I have no problem with the dinosaurs, you know. So the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs don't talk more than snakes do. No, Who cares how big he is? As a matter of fact, dinosaur, you know, they say dinosaur's brain is the smallest brain of any creature, the back of its tail or something. He was an autumn Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the Nocha says walked on all four. He was Kaimashlema. He was, you know, he was not a uh, Nocha. He was not a. Uh, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 
possible. It could be like a lizard. This. Yeah. No, no, because no one knows what the. And you walk upright. Upright, yeah. exactly. That's right. And the Gemara says, Shamish Godel. Be a Shamish Godel. I would like to meet this Nachash. Well, we all have one inside of us. So. Caused a lot of trouble. Okay, but he did what God told him to do. So again, Sotnu Pnina Lashem Shemayim is Okay. So all this is demonstrating the power of a number, the power of Kshivas that a number. Okay, so he says, Because this also answers the question, because he's just explaining that it's not just B'Shamayim, Elikim, but also Ba'aretz, Kol Shachafetz. Yeah, Ba'aretz, we also see it. We see it in the Min, it's Kim B'Min. However, it's increasingly recognizable, distinguishable Tzvamayla in the heavenly bodies. B'Zesha Kayom and Bish. Because there they actually are sustained, they, 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 they are eternalized each individual, which of course is relevant to our us here, which is number of individuals. This is the meaning. He draws out the number of Ah, that's the dik misper. What's the dik misper? Who cares misper? Say Because of their value, because of their chshivus, because of their preciousness. The Ishmahem lay neder that one of them should ever disappear. That's why he draws them out with a number. Shazem made alach shivas. So in other words, we say meisper mitzper, not just each bichal stars or or celestial bodies. He's drawing out one by one, not mitzper. This one, this one, this one, a number of a specific number, because that demonstrates shivas. What does it mean? What does it mean? He draws them out. That's the inavash gochal yena. Behem. That's the higher divine providence within them. That he, he rules and governs them. Like a valuable thing that you count. He's explaining now what it means to count. Pay attention. Why do you count something valuable? Why counting it? Why counting? Because counting means you, you're looking at it, you're you're valuing it, you're uh, you're paying attention. Something that's invaluable, that's not valuable, you don't look at, you don't pay attention, you don't count it. I remember the year the Rebbe, the last year noon bays when the Rebbe looked at everyone's sukkahs. Remember that? So everyone was saying. I mean, someone told me, showed me a few people were talking then, that uh, you know what was going on exactly. Well, after because I know that in first time I met, but. But then, so you know, the Ramban says, "What means why meinin esim b'chol shah l'pnech v'vusan?" Because you know, why meinin? What what was count so on? Because you have to then look at each one of them. She, uh, yeah. Right. Because that counting means you have to. It's not counting because the value. Because I mean, it's not the number that one, two, three. Because you look at like looking at children. You count them because you look at them there. So I know some of us count our children. We take them to amusement park. You want to make sure everyone's around. But, 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 but yeah, but Pnei right, exactly. So, so it was uh, the union of. Uh, yeah. Right, exactly. Right. It says that Agat writes that why did the Eibush to show Moshe Rabbeinu the Eretz Yisrael 
he wanted to go and was you know what's the point of showing was the sightseeing he's not interested in looking he's going to go to Mekhaim's Amitra's there in Beis Amigdash so he says because Moshe's Zia Tzadik's Zia pales and it helped helped them be kavish that so like Alderach Avram when he went Lech Lecha Archa Lerachva that's his walking alone a Tzadik walks okay there it's but a Tzadik looks at something and I remember I think I'm almost sure that everyone said by Fabrengim Bekenish Vissen Vifel who knows what it would have been like? Yeah? I got it, that's good. You know, when the Gera Rebbe went into Etzisrael, came to Etzisrael, he met the Rav Kuk. So Rav Kuk asked him if he feels that Vira de Etzisrael machte him. So he said, Siyog l'choch m'shtike. Never heard this? Huh? You don't get it? Yeah, yeah if he has more chokhmets, it's going to be to be quiet, not to talk. Siyog l'choch m'shtike. Anyway, we're talking about it. That's all. Fine, so looking, good. So this causes them simus adover. Kamaykeim ashamech eisim b'misper hu iyan hashgocha. So that's what he's saying. He's going deeper. It's not just about counting. Don't, let's not, he's basically taking away from the trivialization of counting. We just count something. That counting means something. It also explains the Gemara better. What, like what's the meaning of counting something? What, why, is, why is counting yeah, the, the, the value of it? So, so you say, Dovesh Abiminyan, Dovesh... What's the word? Dovesh Abiminyan. Yeah, yeah, but there's also... What's the Dovish mean in a bottle, but also there's a three other expressions. Dovish mean in a bottle, Dover Shachoshev in a bottle, and there's another one, Dover Kavua, Kavua in a bottle. Okay. That's in Hashgacha. So Mispit is not just he, carry, he draws them out through number. The number means Simas Lev, paying attention, which is the Hashgacha that he gives it to them. So one second. So number is a result of the chshivus. Because it's chshivus, that's why it has a number. Not because it has a number, that's why it has chshivus. Because it has chshivus, that's why it has a number. Right. And even though in truth, God's providence is on all ishimamish, on every individual creature, in every detail, of daimim tzemeichai medaber, mineral, vegetable, animal, man. Gam b'deim ma'yeser achren, even the lowest mineral, meaning even something that does not have kayomim be'ish, even something that does not is not lived forever, even if it's only uh, preserved as a species. Im kolzeh vada yashchiluk mechilukim adregis binyan hashgacha. Nevertheless, so, so then why is that mesim misput svam? It's also mesim misput uh, everything. Yeah. So the answer is because you have to say that there's definitely levels in the in the providence in Hashgacha, in God's providence and God's. Like it says in Medrash, I I think this is Parsha Mishpatim, yeah. There's also the end of Mishpatim when he says, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Okay, but anyway, he says, "Ilu zechis mani baatzmi." 
here in your nechis shelach malach is mishpatim or in kisisa. Yeah. Anyway, it says here, I behold, I, I'm sending before you an angel, shliach. In other words, ilu zechisim. If you were merited, ani baatzmi. I would have come myself. Achshav ani meisa eschem neshliach. Now I give you over to a shliach, to a messenger. Uksiv bay, kishmir bekir bay. Kishmi, my name is within him. Shashgachim meite is barach. Vamaluch urak shliach belvad. No, how could he give over to Ashliach? What is this? Chazbe Shalom Shituf? Partnership? No. Tashgach is from God, but the Malach, he's a Shliach, he's a messenger, and he has with him Bishmi, Bikirbe. Mokomoka Enikmaya Nibatsmi. So you see from the Medrash that you have a second level of Ashgach that is through the Malach, through the angel. Even though it's still God's Ashgach, but it's coming now through a, uh, an a interface, an intermediary. Nevertheless, it's not like an ibatzmi. So we see levels in Ashgacha. That's what Meshach said. He doesn't want to have a malach. He wants to have the Ebrish to himself. Like it also says by the redemption from Egypt. That God heard their cry. And he knew. What does Rashi say? Peter Rashi. Nosan Aleim Lev. He paid attention. He gave, he, his heart, he went out to them. For Loi Hilim Einov. And he did not cover his eyes, not conceal his look. Harishalapomim Kavyocha Mailam Einov Rahman al Islam. We see from this that at times. Where is that? Yeah. Okay. So we see that at times God does conceal his eyes. Even when he conceals, he's also clearly also ruling and governing the world with divine providence, the detailed divine providence. Because is not just God is watching, it's actually giving life. It sustains all the creatures. Like he says in Tanya chapter 40, uh, 80, uh, 48. We learned this earlier. We said the makif is not makif mechutz. Sevev doesn't mean it surrounds around. It means it's in there. It's however it's concealed and we don't feel it. But you have to say that it's ashgacha there. It's just concealed. Well, there's not a gdela on this. Im chaz v'sham He's basically proving... You could say, one second, if God concealed his eyes, maybe uh, that's it. There's no Ashgacha then. He says, you can't say that. Because it gives it life. And if, God forbid, there was no be no Ashgacha, there would be no, there'd be no governing it. The life energy would stop, God forbid. However, rather, in truth, God's Ashgacha is forever, Tamid, always, and every detailed creature. Rakshazel behelem, the only thing is it's concealed. Shemesalem mustatir ve'em ba'ashgacha b'chinus gilei air. That's concealed and hidden. And at ashgacha, you don't see a gilei air. So I say he's watching, but we don't see it. You don't recognize it. Va'ata nosan aleim leiv. And now, here in this passage where he says, the nosan aleim leiv, like Rashi says, ba'vayidalakim. Nosan aleim leiv. He did. His heart went out to them, meaning, and did not conceal his eyes. 
cover his eyes. That there should be a lelikus, and that's why there was the gula. Meaning in golas there's also hashgacha, but the hashgacha is concealed. In general, the, these two differences, he covers his eyes, conceals and not, is the difference between from Shem Alekim and from Havaya, the two names. The Mitzat Shem Alekim, Hashgacha that comes from the name Alekim, which is Gimate Ateva. This Hashgacha, God's providence, watching and caring over the creatures, it comes in, a, in a abundant Bounding concealments and hidings and shrouds. Through many different interfaces and intermediaries. One concealment after another. Until it gets manifest and dressed up like in a sack. Like in a sack. In other words, the God's providence gets concealed in this coarse... Like a like thick shroud called nature. I they I insert him through the 70, 70 uh, ministers or seventy harim. How do you say har? Uh, seventy rulers. Let me just explain. I insert him. I insert him is an explanation when you say shivim sodim that Abister obviously rules the world, but he did does it through shluchim. And the shivim sodim are the are the seventy nations, the seventy. Uh, Right, every angel, every nation has its angel, but it ends up coming down into into leaders that can be anti-Semites and murderers. But nevertheless, you see, like when even Al Tareb was in prison, he recognized the king, even if the king is not a great man, but he has power from above. So there's the union of Malchus, where you pray for the good of the Malchus, and even um, even Amel. That's why the whole story with Al Tareb, where he uh, wanted to. Alexander to win over Napoleon because they have power these 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 kings and uh, the, the whole story with Tzkiya Shefer and everything um, people say it was the cousin Samaga but you know that the, 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 they bring that he was he passed away earlier so it wasn't it was no it was the cousin that was with whom he had the issue some said it was the Uptet the Uptet passed away earlier so it wasn't it says it in Beis I think anyway bottom line is Ayin Sodim refers to you see it also in Hazinu. What's the Lashon there? It brings the Shivim Sarim right in the beginning. Um, uh, uh, Rashi brings it there. I forgot the Lashon. But bottom line is, we always misspell that the Ebrishah should not, should give us Amshachas that shouldn't go through the, the Ayin Sarim. That's why on Sukkot we bring the Shivim Parim, Kenegid Shivim Umas, 70 nations. So that is the Ezgacha from Shem Alekim. Even though they are exactly, they're literally not. They have no power of their own. They're like an axe in the hand of the axeman. They have no free will in in the, in ashpa in their transmission in their. The Why do you say that the kings are lying, son? They come from the Ayin Sodim. The Lashon is the Shivim Sodim. But the Shivim Sodim giving the Shabbat to that nation. They yeah, then we are in Golis, we're Tachas Memshaltam. That's what I meant. No, 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 in Chalami. But, but during Golis, the Shivim Sodim are in control. Yeah. It's, he's basically explaining two types of Ashgachah. Where Ashgachah, where it's Begali, where it's Behelim. What's the next line? What is this? It's a Lashon in, uh, in Daniel. What's the, what, Kemitzavia? 
Kematzvi Ovid Bechayel Shmayim. Yeah, yeah. Like a captain of the yeah, the is like a captain. He's working through the army of heaven, the, the heavenly uh, army. In other words, the shivim sodim are not in control of them. God works through them, and He is He organizes them. That's what it says. You should say it's Samach Tzedek, whatever. Rosh Hashanah, Mach Paratkes in in Petersburg. Yeah. Because yeah, you know that's why we say we say al is by Yomer. Yeah. So bottom line is they have no bchira, but still he's he's, he's he's qualifying and saying even the bchira is still it comes through that. So what is he saying? Dafka like the Rotzen Hashem, God's desire. Makal mokim bobahem bislapshus behelam gadol. Nevertheless, the hashpa, the transmission comes through them in them in a very in, it manifests in them in a very deep concealment. So it's God's now parentheses. How long is this parentheses? Oh, really? Where? Oh, yeah, yeah, I see. Okay. Now he's going, like, uh, this is a tangential. This is this is the whole purpose in this islapsus. Well, you know, what's the point of, of such type of concealment? In order for the energy to be concealed, and there should be actually, and the revelation should be concealed, and there should be the Hashpaz Gashmim, the physical, material, mundane thing should be transmitted. Like it says elsewhere in the Pasuk, God blesses you and everything that you do. What does it mean? Why can't it just be Baruch Hashem God should bless us. What's a Chol Everything you do. Because you have to have our action in order for the Hashpa to become materialized. And it should be able to be manifest and commensurate to the recipient. When we, for example, want to have food or Panosa, Gashmis, so it's a gospel that they can think. If it's just going to come from heaven, it'll be spiritual. But in order for it to be the fiyamikabal, according to our needs, you need to have this tasa. He's explaining why you need this islapsus, even though it's uh, sad when it comes into goals. Yeah, that's the minimum. And sometimes a little more than that. Huh? Well, 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 hey, that's nice, but you know something. But how do you know? But how do you know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, the Rebbe brings about Chol Chol Shatasa. The Baal Shem Tov used to just go if he needed something, he used to bang in a window, and then we'll, we'll go away. But the Rebbe said for the Baal Shem Tov, that's enough. For most of us, that's not enough. <laughs> well, they say about that Rebbe that would uh, they would say that you know that um, he saw things. People come to him. Some they lost something. He would tell them. Uh, yeah. So someone I'm skeptic once hidden his chiddus. Uh, room and wanted to see what he does. You see, he goes up in a chair and he does like this. So he asked him later, why do you do that? He said, Some say he did it because that guy was there. But you know, either you can see or you can't see. What do you got to do this for? Bottom line is... I never heard that one. I don't remember what he was looking for. I think it was a relationship between the...
Okay. The Hashpah, he mes Hashem. The Hashpah, definitely the blessing and the transmission comes from God. From God. The only thing it has to be, he's basically really explaining interface again. In different aces, on a different level. To me, this looks like Eris and Kalim, because it's very similar to the idea, the Kalim. You need the Kalim in order to be according to us. Even though all this is like, so to speak, a Maimara Musgir, in explaining what? He's explaining all the Indian. And I'm saying, because usually these things come around. So he's, he's, what's he explaining here? Let's just connect it, because I think we're getting lost here. But he's explaining his Gacha from Shem Alekim. To explain that everything that God counts, the counting is Shivas. So everything has. That type of shivas accept in Shemayim it's revealed and in others it's not. That's what he's going here. But bottom line, everything comes to the Ebrister. However, it has to go through a manifestation of many intermediaries above, higher intermediaries. Not just higher intermediary, not just the shluchim lamaila, but also through the physical things below, which is what we do. In order that it be mizgashim, it should become materialistic. That we should be able to receive it. As it's known, this is Mamish what he said before. More air, that's Kaili. That wherever there's more Gili air, the the Yeshus is diminished. In order for there to be a Yesh, for it to be substance, you have to conceal the energy. I mean, it's like an example, like, you know, when something's underwater, you can't see it. Or Machsavah, what he said earlier. Some, the intensity of the mind. The ideas don't have letters. If you want words, you have to conceal some of the ideas, the flow. I mean, there's many examples for it. Before you give the example that wherever the more... So bottom line is, where there's too much Gilead, the yeshes can't emerge. That's what he's saying here. So therefore... This Shatase, our actions that we do in physical world, is only a levush, a mailim. It's only a levush that conceals, and you can convince yourself it's due to your efforts. But you should know the truth is, because the truth is, it's coming. It's a bracha from above. But listen, we see this every day. People can be a blessing, but they convince themselves it's my effort. Even though the effort was only there to make it uh, commensurate to you, that you should be able to receive it. It's not there because you can do it. They said you didn't build that. What? Who said? When someone builds a business and he says you didn't build that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, said you didn't build that. He said according to this is a good He's bringing it to, to politics. I'll bring it into humor. They tell the joke that, you know, this, this, this scientist, atheist, uh, you know, has a discussion with God. He said, we don't really need you. I can create just like you can create. Mm-hmm. I can take today Earth, put it in a, a, in a laboratory, in a test tube, mix stuff in it, DNA, blah, blah, blah. And also create a human being. Okay, so God says, go ahead, do it. She so starts gathering Earth. He says, no, 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 use your own Earth. You know? Okay, so bottom line is is that it's coming through many levushim. Yeah. 
the neighbors to tell them uh, the mention the, uh, the mentions the table. It says Kasseh or says Bani Hilani may be mother. Bani? Bani Hilani may be mother. The Kasseh or Bani. You could never do it yourself. Bani, I'm going to help you do it. That's nice. Yeah. They say it also by the Mishkan, that the Mishkan was very heavy. What did it say? That he put a. Etbuktana, the Rebbe would bring very many. The Medrash, we went to the Beis Hamidrash and he couldn't bring, he wanted to bring an Evan, but the Evan was very heavy. So the Malach says, you make a little Etbuktana. It's always a little effort, some effort. So that's okay. So, but, so it's about, but, but, Avil Ha, Ikrash Paralikis. Valkain's Arachlis. This is all a Maimar Amuzgir explaining Hajjacha. When, when God's providence is concealed in 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 levushim, and that's why one has to be completely dedicated and committed with his whole soul to godliness. and his business, his physical business, his material business, should not be a impediment and a block, and should not disturb and conf- and uh, and it is also bother, bother. Not to bother and disturb. Yeah, yeah. It's my Rab, yeah. Mitter with Phila. Ma'achesh is a rabbiterach. Kin levush levada, brochim es Hashem. If the business was really your, up to you, how much you're really doing, so of course, then you got to worry. Make sure this, but the whole thing is only a keli in order for you to be able to get it. So why are you worried when, about it? It's not a, it's, it's, it's a lakus working through the levush of business. Well, maybe you want to make sure that they can. That's the, of course the excuse, <laughs> but then it shouldn't be tirdus and bulbulim. That no, but if they disturb you from teira and fila, it means they're competing with teira and fila. That means they. You see, most I wish it was that case. This is a beautiful piece here, Pasha, to learn about. Uh, yeah. And in this form of Ashgacha, that's in the Shem Alekim, which conceals Mis'ala Ma'er B'chinus Halam Godl Ma'ed. That's the challenge. The energy is deeply concealed of Ma'ed, Halam Godl Ma'ed, a great concealment and an intense. Acha'in in need of a nigla cloud to the point that you cannot see and distinguish it at all. Rakhnesham is Yisrael Yedim, but souls of Israel, they know, Umasigim, and they comprehend, Amitis Adover, the truth of the thing. That truth is it's all uh, a, a, a divine trans- blessing and transmission. Elsewhere it explains when a person applies themselves with their heart and their mind to this So in other words, it's like it's so concealed but so elsewhere it explains that if a person <laughs> you need to go to a deeper place. <laughs> that if you go, if you apply yourself properly, you actually can see physically, materially see even in the in the, the governance of the world. So by so before he said that without any effort, you just have to look and you see that they last. That must come from the divine. Below, you need to have this Aveda. Yeah. So the Aveda is twofold. First, to do your work and do the, you know. And second, the Aveda to see that it's God's hand, not yours. Now back to the second Hashgacha. 
out of the princess. We're after the princess. Avash Gochem Hashem Avaya. This is all to explain that there's times that Hashem Ma'il Meimnov. Sometimes He doesn't conceal His eyes. But Hashgochem Hashem Avaya. Hashgochem that comes from the name of Avaya, who Shabob Chinis Gilir. That comes in a revealed light way. That's lechem in aaretz we just talked about. How you make a panosa or you make a livelihood from below. But lechem in hashamayim didn't have psalis. It didn't have any um, waste because there was begoli that it was coming from above. It couldn't deny it. The same thing with all transmissions that are edelkite, that form edelkite, refined. And spiritual. And in this too, even in Hashgach Hashem Havaya, there's also levels. He just explained two levels. Havaya and Alekim. More concealed and revealed. He says, in this too there are levels. There here too can be a spar that comes with some type of, at least some type of levush, some garment, in order for there to be a physical uh, transmission. However, the levush, the garment, is also a very, uh, what do we call it, a porous, a very uh, refined garment. That doesn't really conceal. Like, you know, even in garments, you say sometimes, like, you know, you could have a window, what do we say, opaque and uh, translucent? Translucent, that's a light through. And opaque is not, right. So you could have a levush itself, sometimes it lets some light through, sometimes it completely conceals. Right. Oi, another way is Shabbat is Gili Mamish. There's no Levush at all. Or it can come in Ashgach that's completely revealed. And that will bring Geula. So when the Ebesh is it's not just not Elikim. In Havai itself, it didn't have a Levush. It's complete flow. What it says by Yitzhi's saying that God knew, like Rashi says, And if you look at it, it's like a beautiful Taichin Rashi, like really analyzing the words. What does that mean? That was revealed even in Shem Alekim, which means like in Mitzrayim. In order for there to be reward and punishment. Ah, he's going. Yeah, but it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like that. that. refuah for Eden and the uh, for uh, the striking of, of Egypt. So it says there's different interpretations. Sometimes it says Nogif is uh, one stage and then Rafi, first to Nogif. And sometimes it says at the same time that Nogif, the Mitzrayim rather, was Rafi, the second Maimon, and Erdeno, in Shmois. No, no, Vayera. Vayera. And this is a mate in Misper Tzvam. Misper is the Ashgach, they revealed Ashgach, that because of their value. 
So the Razal say on the Pasuk, also my hand found it. In other words, huh? Oritz, right. doesn't use the word Oritz, but it says, And my right hand, I, I extended my right hand, created heaven. So it says, was like a foundation of earth. But the right hand created heaven. Not the smell of butter audits. Extended his left hand and created the earth. Maybe that's why he doesn't use it. My hands founded earth and heaven, basically. The right hand is the heaven and left hand earth. So we see from this, because right, you mean is gili. We see from this that in heaven is our greater revelation. The Kamoi came, but so same thing with the heavenly bodies, the, the celestial bodies, that in them, the Hashgach, the divine providence, is more revealed. And this is a mitzvah, And that's why there's the focus on the number. And because of that itself, that itself, that he counted them, now he goes the other way around. He counts them and because of their chshivas. And that gufa is that gives them the power to perpetually be sustained because of their superior uh, revelation. So all this, you know, far from concluding, all this demonstrates, in other words, that number is connected to Chshivas. That's the bottom line. Kitsit, let's do the summary and then now these two levels of Misper. The Misper Kalim. Are the two things, is things that and only be counted. The kosher darkim is things that are also counted. The isu b'shalah it says in shalah da'idea misper huashras hashchina. The true number it causes them it causes the hashras hashchina, the shchina to rest there. For inyan ki misper meirach shivus alach shivus because number shows on value. Hamaitzu b'misper tzvam like like with hamaitzu b'misper tzvam that he. Draws out the the, the 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 heavenly bodies with number. Vachshivas the Ishlei Nedar, the value that not one of them, not one individual of them, will ever disappear. because this is the desire of God, of the Creator. And this was revealed, the divine infinite power. says. Interesting. Before he didn't say b'tikunizeir. Hmm. You think Taz Taz Zayin is Tikkun Ezer? Yeah, I think you, uh, I, I, I didn't want to say it to you, but hopefully I have a different thing. I think you missed a few lines last time. And, uh, really? Yeah, I'm looking. What, what did I miss? I, I think I can. Yeah, Cholam Morkiv. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Really? So we're missing a line here. So our, our force is missing. Yeah, missing it. You too have it? Huh? He has the oldest. He has an older one. Does yours missing a line also? This is missing a line. Hey, unbelievable. Can I see this? Okay, no, I didn't, I, I, it's not here. The new edition is God Almighty. So ready for two mistakes we found in two days. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I missed. You should have just pointed out. I, I don't even have the line. It wasn't an oversight. I. You're right. 
That's why I just see the kids are with Amos after the Kunezer. You should have it. You should have it there. Yeah, right there. I do have it. I just simply skipped it. Oh, because we were so elaborating on the Pelech there. Maybe I just missed it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, no, my mistake. I do have it. Let's go back. But the Kunezer Isim Rev Einim Do Kesselian Vomitz Keir Do Chachma. I said afterwards. Kesselian was brought afterwards. No, no, but here it says when she's brought the common. No, no, no. You, okay, let me just read it. When she's brought the common pedic, he says below tzaddik test and shin lamad gimel, ninety nine and three thirty three. Okay, I missed the line. Fine. No, but Let me just read it. It's a merev enim. For much strength. Yeah, because he brought the pasuk before. One second. I skipped all these lines, I think. This is all... Yeah, that's interesting. I just skipped the whole section. One second. So how does this help us, Prashad? One second. Before he said the Pasuk, right? Before. After it says, Hamaitzi... And the Radak, the Raven, the Radak, that's the Kechavim, that they always, this is the Kech ain't safe. And then he says, the Kunizayar, okay. That's what he says further down, he says. Uh, but the Kunizayar is the Raven, he says, later, okay. Which means that God, that there should be the transmission of the desire, the, the pleasure and desire of God, was that. Aha. Yeah, because he has that to that should be also Keser, which is Keser Elian, should be also in the Oh, that's the Kaneda. Ah, okay. That's the Pshat, in other words. So the Kena Bishamayim is only Bishamayim. Yeah. They had, they had the Kesselian. I saw that. Yeah, they have a few lines there. It says, after the Brash, Shabbos, Shabbos, Kesselian. Okay. Good. That's the Chafetz, Chafetz. I understand. Chafetz. Yeah, the parentheses adds my summits that I understand. Okay, so the Tukunazer really connects the Mispur that the, the Mispur Tzvam also below. So bottom line, you have the Kesselian being Nimshech in uh, and also Tachtenim. However, it's more Begali. Got it. It's more Begali and Elian. I understand. Kitzur. So I read the Kitzur. Let's go here. But Tukunazer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so this is the everything that God desires. This is again the interface of the, the infinite. And the same thing through Maisa Mitzvah, which is the, the more. The, the, yeah. The gili, which they say, yeah, the kechem, the that down here below, it's not there. So we do draw it down. 
So you're drawing down Bli Misper in Misper, basically. Um, you're drawing down Bli Misper in Misper. One second. Ain't safe from Bli Gvul. Hold on, hold on. So in Misper. And misper counting is the idea of hashgacha of governing. It's the first line of the top. Yeah, and this is hashgacha of shemavaya. First line of which top here? Right yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm re- going fine. Why are you saying that? Who? <laughs> Okay, two times who? Who shall mistater belavushim? Tashgach the governance from Shema from the name of Elikim is the one that gets concealed in the garments. So berech Hashem alakach b'chalasha tase, chalasha is in the tase, your actions, which is levushim. Tashgach is Shema vayu b'loy helam. The governance and the providence from the Shema vavaya is without a concealment. I begili mamish kamei b'yitzis mitzrayim, or literally without any levush. Completely revealed, like by leaving Mitzrayim. That's why we say Zalikim, right? Ah, that's the Lashon Yehid Alikim. Yeah, Zalikim. So it's Havaya Mimamshech Alikim. So bottom line, what we know so far from all of this is that there's the two levels of Misper. He didn't spell out yet what the two levels are, but Mashma maybe that this is Havaya Alikim. That the two levels of number is Zashgachav, Avayashgachav, Elikim. But the bottom line is that Misput is the idea of value, and value is connected to um, importance. That is Zashgachav. Yeah, and that's the Nitzchis, the Kayach Elikimit. But what do you say? What is the value itself? Yeah. The chosuv is that that, that godliness is what, what makes it valuable, because it it reveals the, good, the divine power of Ein Seif. In this case, that's connected to the misper of it. So number reveals godliness, the power of godliness, and there's a difference how it's revealed in the tzvah shemayim, or like by Yitzitz Mitzrayim, where it's without any levushim, and then that also comes into lekim, lekim, and sometimes it's concealed in our levushim. No, but what we have here, I'll tell you one more thing I would add. You're beginning to see how there's a difference between Mispera Elis and Mispera Kalim. Eir is Gili. Mispera Kalim is if you move through effort, you can find Ashgach Pratis in your work, but you need to work. But it's concealed. So both Misparim are revealing, but one is. Both are reflecting God's Ashgach, but one is. That's why? the whole idea. That's why he's con- that's why misper is so relevant here because misper is chshivus, the, the value of it. The question is how revealed is the value. So in other words, mm-hmm. you can two people can count the same thing, and one person just counts and sees I have a hundred. Another person sees I have shchina shari. Yeah. That back to what we spoke about. It's like two different ways of appreciating what the, the number reveals. And we'll see where he goes with this because he's going to definitely firais. But it's interesting. I'd love to see how how we can understand the Gemara better from it in Beitz. That would be good. From what? From Misper? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look at the Gemara because the Gemara probably does. The Gemara have to do Gemoyes. What's S and what's Kol? Yeah. 
Like, for example, you remember anything? that What, what is the thing which goes in the category of S? When you say that what is the meaning of the one day it says is that you only sell it, you only deal with it. Does it give you any examples? Does it give any examples? Yeah. It gives you seven things over there. Yeah, yeah, very valuable. In other very words, yeah. Valuable, Whereas, for example, something that can just be bought in a bushel, it's not so negate yeah, every individual. Diamonds, for example, in our days, diamonds would be yeah. accounted by eBay. Or even eggs. You don't sell it each one individually. Sell it by a dozen. Right. That's right. So which one you think is Aris, which one is Kalim? Probably the ones that sell in the group is more the individuals is the one that Shivas is more individual, so it's S, and Kol would be ah so that's an example. It is would be uh, diamonds and Kalim would be eggs. Diamonds don't sell That's what I want to see exactly. Okay, so we'll stop here. We did chapter eighty-seven, page one sixty-seven, one through one to the top of one sixty-nine.